Raise your hand if you've ever felt like you're on a hamster wheel as a mom. Do you rush through the morning, get through your workday, get the kids to their activities, and maybe even get them fed? Get the kids to bed, flop down into your own bed, and then wake up the next morning and do it all over again? Then you're in the right place. Welcome to episode 22 of the Moms That Lead podcast, our last in the series about the muck, or the harder parts of leadership. The part we're going to talk about today is when you feel like your other responsibilities and your family's hectic schedule are sucking the meaning and connection out of your life. Our guest today, Megan Smith, has found a way off the hamster wheel, and I'm so excited for you to hear about her personal journey and the practical approach and tools that she is now sharing with other families. Megan decided that if she couldn't make more time, she would make more of her time. As a mom to three young boys, her goal is to help parents, teachers, and community members grow core values in the children they serve. She provides a framework and resources geared toward being intentional with your time, and even though it's messy, she shows you how to make growing fun. You can learn more and get started on your journey by visiting her website at plantingseeds365.com. I'll also make sure all of her links are in the show notes so that you can access them easily. Just a note, we did have a few audio issues during our session. I apologize for the sound quality at some parts, but I'm confident that they won't get in the way of you being as inspired by Megan as I am. Before we jump into our conversation, in case you're new here, let me introduce myself. Hey there, are you ready to jump off the hamster wheel and finally listen to that voice inside that says you were meant for more? Are you ready to replace overwhelm with calm and clarity, self-doubt with confidence, and mom guilt with connection? Then you're in the right place. I made this podcast just for you. Welcome to the Moms That Lead podcast, where we know that moms have a unique ability to be world changers and that leadership is not about position. But instead, just like John Quincy Adams said, if your actions inspire others to dream more, learn more, do more, and become more, then you are a leader. I'm Terry Schmidt, your host and leadership mentor, determined to bring you the inspiration, motivation, and practical tips to help you live your best life. I'm a corporate leader and coach turned nonprofit founder. My family's journey to completing an Ironman triathlon changed my life forever. And I want to be your friend on the journey to gain the clarity, confidence, and connection that I gained from that experience. So if you're ready to ditch mom guilt and activate your strengths, let's jump in. Well, welcome, Megan, to the Moms That Lead podcast. I'm really excited to have you here today, and I can't wait to hear about your story and hear about all of the great work that you are doing in your community and through Planting Seeds 365. So I gave everyone a little bit of an introduction into you and who you are and what you do, but I would love to hear it from you just about your journey to where you are today and how you're leading uh, both in business and in the community. Yeah, well, thank you so much for having me. I'm really looking forward to this conversation. And, you know, it was about a year and a half ago that I felt this pull to get off the hamster wheel of parenting of feeling like every day was the same, that I wasn't making connections with my kids. They were growing up and we weren't having 
um, those big connections and developing that true family culture that I really wanted to develop. And, you know, thinking one day, you know, what kind of legacy am I leaving? What am I after in this life? What am I looking to succeed with, right? I am an Enneagram three. I am an achiever. I am strong in terms of like wanting to achieve things. And I was at that point of like, what is, what is success for me? Like, what does that mean? And I kind of hit this tipping point of it's not my career. It's not, you know, these accolades, it's my family. Like this is, this is truly what I want is to get off this hamster wheel, to connect with my kids and to leave a legacy in our family. So that was, that was the starting point. And from there, I didn't know what we were going to do. I just knew that we had to do something. And so we started to develop what this might be. And the story goes a little bit farther back than that. Actually, my, my grandpa who had passed away almost two years now, two years ago, and sitting at his celebration of life, I, as people were talking about him and the legacy that he left, and he was actually, he was a farmer. And so he planted seeds every day. And then once he retired from farming, he actually planted about a thousand trees in the back of his property. And I watched the trees grow as I grew up. And so those trees, and they were his, they were his pride and joy were these trees. And so sitting there at a celebration of life, like, you know, this basically that first seed was planted for me in my heart of, okay, like leave a legacy. And it took about six months as things kind of set and settled down and but driving home one day, I had this like idea of like, oh my gosh, planting seeds. We need to plant seeds. Like this is what it is. And I actually came home and told my husband, like I laid out this whole thing. I was like, we're going to plant <laughs> seeds. We're going to call it Planting Seeds 365. We're going to do it for a year and we're going to work on finding connection with each other. And I did, again, at that point, I didn't know what it was going to look like. I didn't know if it would work. I didn't know what all it would entail, but it's just like, we have to do something. I was at my breaking point as a mom and as a wife and as a friend. And so that's kind of where it started. And from there, it just evolved and we keep finding new things and we saw so much change in growth. So I never intended for this to be a business. This to be a personal family project. This was something that was for us. We were going to do it for a year and then see what happened. And about six months in, I was like, there is something here. We are seeing growth. I am changing. My kids are changing. Our family culture is changing. And this needs to be shared. We need to figure out how to share this. And so then we, we flipped it into a business at the beginning of 2020 and really started kind of figuring it out in May. So we really, we're really new um, and young, but I am excited to see these seeds that, that we have planted start to spread into other homes and other communities. That's wonderful. And I think probably every mom can identify with what you were talking about with the hamster wheel and the fact that you took that and did something constructive with it and actually took action on it, I think is just wonderful. And I'm excited to hear more about, I know you mentioned you were kind of at your breaking point, but what got you past that breaking point into action? Yeah. Are there any lessons in that for other moms beyond, which I definitely want to dig into planting seeds 365, but even just in general, you know, any learning that you think you have for what it took for you to get from that breaking point into positive, constructive action? Yeah. So, you know, I think, I think as moms, we are really, really hard on ourselves and we feel like things have to be all or nothing. And what I want 
you know, what I would love to say. And one thing that I really strive to do through all of this was to go, you know, if I can do one thing, one thing mm-hmm. a day to be more intentional, to make one more connection, to spend one more minute doing something like that, that is progress, right? Mm-hmm. And we talk all the time about, you know, uh, progress over perfection, taking imperfect action. Like that's, that's what it is. And to not, not hold ourselves to this really high, like unachievable standard of trying to do all the things, but to just take, do one thing. And, you know, the other thing too, that I really dug into was, again, what is success for my family? Mm-hmm. Is our story. It is not the, um, we're not living the stories of other people online. We're not the stories of our neighbors, of our friends. We are living our own story. We are creating our own culture, our own legacy, planting our own seeds, like getting to that point to where you do it for yourself and you know your why. And then you just start taking one little tiny step at a time. Great advice that I I think we can apply in so many areas. Thank you for that. So we've heard a little bit about planting seeds 365, but I would love to dig into now that you took it from a family project to a business. Can you give us a little bit more information, a little bit more detail about the mission and how it works and what resources you're offering moms? Yeah. So our main mission is to help families grow, help families grow their culture and have fun while doing it. I don't think that anything in this needs to be super serious uh, because then it becomes another thing to do, right? And that's not what to do. We're here to help you change how you use your time, help you change your reactions, your mindset, but not to become one more hard thing to do. So again, it's, it's to have fun, to help you grow your culture and to find more joy truly in this season of life while looking for the future, while planting those seeds for the future and what you're going to grow in the future. You know, again, this started in a home and it's truly right now, we have a lot of things for the home. But looking also to, we have a few classrooms that are also doing it. So looking to connect homes and classrooms and then community members to to grow seeds in in their entire community and give our kids some continuity of what to kind of expect from, you know, their mindset and what they're looking to do. Um, If they can have it in their home, have that in their school, and then in the community when they're out and about. I mean, that's that's truly my big mission is to help connect all three pieces of those kiddos lives so that we can grow the future, right? That we can bring these kids up to be, you know, whatever they wind up being to be good humans, right? And to be kind and to be curious and all of those things. So we do have a ton of free resources on the website. We have um, a family culture statement that you can go through and work through to divine your own family culture. Um, we have a gratitude list, scavenger hunts for curiosity. Um, we've got little affirmation cards you can print out, kindness checklists. So a lot of free resources there on the blog. Excellent. So tell me if someone was coming into planting seeds 365 and they had accessed all your free resources and everything, what is what is the main activity and, and how does that work? How do they get started planting seeds? Yeah. So, I mean, there's a couple of ways. If you're looking to just kind of dabble and just kind of get your feet wet, I would say grab, you know, the family culture statement. Honestly, I think that's a mm-hmm. great place to go. Okay. Like let's define what success is for our family and the things we want to do and the things we don't want to do to uphold that family culture. If you're looking to kind of get your kids started in something, the kindness checklist is a great way to start. It's a great way to go. Okay. Can we, you know, what can we do to be kind today? 
So that's another great one to start. If you're looking to really jump in and start applying like all nine types of seeds and to do that, we do have an audio course and mm-hmm. then we do run these harvests, which are kind of sprint little, I, I hate calling them competitions or challenges because they're not a challenge. It's, I would like to call them a harvest because you plant the seeds and you reap the benefits of those seeds in a period of time. So we have those as well. So when you talk about the nine types of seeds, I'm curious about that. Yeah. So, you know, when we, when we first started, my husband and I sat down and we're like, okay, planting seeds, what types of seeds do we want to plant? And we came up with a list of nine um, that were really important to us, but also we felt that universally that that would, would go um, well with everybody too. So they are kindness, love, hope, worth, time, attention, hard work, curiosity, and gratitude. Nine types of seeds. And if you think about, you know, a lot of different things, a lot of them fall into one of those nine types. And a lot of things fall into multiple types, like an an act can fall into multiple types, but those are really kind of how we break those down. Okay. And I know I've seen on your social media, on your website, an image of a tree and some stickers. And I think I heard you talk a little bit about your experiences with sticker charts and how it evolved into this. I'd love to hear from you a little bit more about that. Yeah. So, okay. So when we first started the, what we did was we wrote things down on little index cards. I was like, okay, what can we do to track these types of seeds that we're planting. And so I got index cards and found a random jar in the house that we had. So I didn't have to buy anything. And that's another thing when you want to start it, imperfect action, like just, just start something. So that's what we did. And quickly, a couple months into it, I realized how big our jar was and how thin these index cards were and how the, the boys, when we first started, they weren't writing these things down themselves. So I was doing all the writing and they would just drop them in the jar. And there wasn't a lot of, you know, I don't want to call it motivation because we aren't using necessarily a lot of external motivation, but you know, there wasn't a lot of active and excitement. I guess that's mm-hmm. the right word. There wasn't a lot of excitement around like dropping a thing in a jar and it was going to take a really long time to see progress. Right. And so a few months into it, I was like, okay, what else can we do? And sticker charts never worked for us. It was whether it was potty training or behavior or chores or whatever it was, like it never worked. It was always like every week we had to come up with something to give them. I'm not a big fan of small toys. And, you know, they quickly kind of tired of it's a movie night. That's our prize. Like mm-hmm. it's just, you know, and us putting a sticker up the, the, hard part of putting a sticker up every single day for every single thing they did, it became another chore for us sure. as parents and it just never worked. But I was like, well, what if, what if we had a sticker chart that we all worked on together? Because the other thing with traditional sticker charts is it's, you get one per child, right? Mm-hmm. Every kid has their own. And that also would ensue. I mean, we have three boys. There's, <laughs> you know, filling this house. And so you know, I didn't want something else that we would have to compete at. I wanted to, part of the family culture is working as a team and as a unit to accomplish your goals. And if we had one big sticker chart that we all worked on together, um, that we all felt it was a team approach, which that also now, as you plant seeds, um, your kids get excited for each other because they're adding to the growth of that mm-hmm. tree. And the, the tree actually came from, after my grandpa had passed, I wound up getting, um, I got a tattoo 
on my forearm of a tree. And so it is our, now our logo. And it just reminds me of him and the seeds that he planted. And, and now that's become our logo. And I love the roots and then the DNA helix as the trunk because that signifies that core connectivity and, and all of that that goes into it. And then the leaves and the branches kind of reaching out to your community. So there are different parts of that tree too that signify culture and, and the way that we behave and act with each other. That's beautiful. I love the working on it together. I think that is so different and so impactful and just genius really in terms of bringing that family culture to life. Really. And it's really fun too, because, you know, we get to celebrate together and Mm -hmm. again, instead of having our, our kids, you know, one of them's crying and one of them's happy because one of them had 10 stickers, one had eight, like let's, let's work together and really know, encourage each other. And, and that's less for us to have to manage too, because it's one thing. It's a mm-hmm. big part. And it actually, it takes a long time to fill it up. It took us between nine and 10 months to fill up our first one. So there's not that like weekly instant gratification of us always having to do something. So we get to celebrate small milestones. So when we mm-hmm. fill the roots, have a fun family night, when we fill the trunk, we have another one and fill it up completely. Then we have like a you know, a big kind of family party and just have fun and celebrate, you know, the things that we did together. How fun. And because you have that time period, that's a little bit longer. I'm guessing that they don't tire of the rewards as easily too. So whereas before you said, you know, they were getting kind of tired of tonight's a movie night and that's your Mm -hmm. reward. I'm guessing that if they have to wait longer for something, they get a little bit more excited about it and it becomes even more special. They do. They do. And you can tell that when we start to get close to filling up one of those sections, they're like, okay, I bet by the end of the week we can do this and we get to, and we let them plan our, our celebrations. This is, uh-huh. this is a lot of their accomplishments really. And the, the kindness that they're putting out into the world. And so we let them plan it. So sometimes it's ice cream Sundays and a movie. And sometimes it's themed movie nights where we kind of go all out on dinner and dessert and dress up and like, but we just let them, let them plan it and, and have fun with it. And the other thing I want to say about the poster too, is it's not all about us. So we fill up the, the roots, the trunk leaves and the branches, but the mm-hmm. sky, we put blue stickers on the sky whenever we're out and about and you see somebody else plant a seed with somebody else. So it has wow. to do with you. You didn't do it. Somebody didn't do it for you. You just witnessed it. We put a blue sticker in the sky. So that is kind of us seeing the good and watching for it in the world around us. And I truly believe that when you are looking for things, you'll find it, right? And when you're out looking for good, you're going to find more good. And so that's kind of what I love about the poster is that it, it facilitates that, you know, us as adults and our kids just going, okay, who's doing good things and like watching for, and then coming home and saying, Hey, I so-and-so do this for somebody else. Can I put a blue sticker in the sky? And that I think is really cool. Definitely. It's like the story of when you're looking to buy a a red car, all you see is red cars. Um, So it's, it's focusing on absolutely (laughs) um, what you're looking for. And I think we could all agree that we need more focus on the good that's out there right now. Yes. So that is such a, a great addition to the chart. And I love the way that you are leading your family through this and now with the business, even the community, um, because you know, you're establishing that culture together 
you know, setting what success looks like and then encouraging it and motivating the team as a whole unit. I'm sure similar to how you would probably do at your day job too, leading the team. And also I think the focus on the good and the values that you've defined are probably so helpful too for mental health and emotional health and everything that we desperately need right now. So thank you for your leadership, both in your home and (laughs) in the community, because I think you've really got something here and I'm excited for our listeners to get involved with it. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. And it's, you know, it, it brings so much joy and, you know, changing the, the culture in your home gives you a, a common language, gives you common goals. And again, then you start to see that spillover as your kids go to school and they're doing things and coming home. I mean, it just, it really can, can turn around, you know, mm-hmm. the, again, aspect of it. And, you know, you focus on different things too, as a parent that you're looking for, instead of getting frustrated with your kid asking why a thousand times or asking so many questions, you start to go, okay, they're, they're being curious, right? Good thing. They're being curious about something. Let's see if we can foster that curiosity or, you know, instead of saying, or jumping in to help them do something, you let them see if they can work hard at it. Right. And we talk a lot about try different, not harder. Right. Mm -hmm. And our kids are up on that, that like, okay, stop trying. You're trying really, really hard. Let's try something different. Mm. You can try something different, not like beating your head against that wall. And as a parent too, when things aren't working, Mm -hmm. I have to stop and go, can I try something different instead of trying so hard to get this out? So there's a lot of things in there that, again, I think, I think so many families can really benefit from. Yes. And it just life skills that are going to benefit you throughout your whole life. Um, I think that's why there's so much power in this and that you're, you are planting those seeds and, and they are going to develop into something beautiful throughout their lives. Speaking of that, I'd love to hear any stories that you have around how the activities of Planting Seeds 365 have bred connection in your life or in the lives of others that you've seen that have used what you're offering. Oh my gosh, there are, there are so, so many stories, you know, but some of my favorites are, you know, really when, when I see my, my three boys connect in ways and work through conflict in ways that I know they wouldn't have before that they gather on things. We use a lot. Another saying that we use a lot is yes. And, and when you start to hear them working on something together, instead of, you know, I want to do this, I want to do that. You hear them kind of yes. And each other and work together or encouraging each other. I, you know, the other day, one of my kids was trying to open up a, a breakfast bar wrapper. So my youngest, so he's four And he started to say, I can't do it. And I was driving, I couldn't do anything about it. But my middle one, who's six, said, you can't do it yet. He yelled, oh my gosh. And the one in the back, my um, now nine-year-old was like, yeah, Connor, you can't do it yet. And, you know, then Connor goes, right, I can do hard things. I just need to try something different. And that moment. Oh my gosh. Like, and then he wound up figuring out, like trying to open it a different way. And he wound up opening it. And he was like, mom, I did it. I did it. And that moment of, you know, in the past, I would have tried to jump in or had him hand it over to his mother to do it, to solve that problem for him. But 
his brothers jumped in and encouraged him and fostered that growth mindset. And he tried something different and he accomplished it. And that was one moment. And the next moment they were, you know, potentially arguing about something, right? But it's that like brothers do like, and that's the thing too, with this is we're not all rainbows and butterflies here. Like this is not a perfect home. We are not after perfection. We're after better, right? We're after better. We're after, you know, fostering this culture of, you know, it, when we mess up, because we will, when we mess up, we're going to be here for each other. We're going to pick each other up. We're going to grow together. And I think that's one thing that, that I have tried to do as the parent and as the mom is just say when I mess up, right. To be like, guys, I am so sorry. Like I messed up. I didn't do a good job of planting seeds. That was not, you know, that was not kind of me or that was not helpful of me, or I didn't, you know, all these things and try to model some of that behavior with them to see, let them see us as well. So those are just, but those little tiny stories, those little moments of time are like, okay, like this is, I see this, right? I see these seeds starting to sprout, like they're growing. And it just takes, it takes that consistency. But that's one of my favorite, most recent stories. That I, I think I would have had tears rolling down my face as I was <laughs> sitting there driving. Uh, that, yeah, that illustrates so well the connection that you're building between the whole family unit. And it's a connection that they are feeling built up and, and they are learning these skills that are going to benefit them individually, but they're also building each other up and helping each other along the way. And that is just beautiful. I mean, that is what true leadership does. It helps people to become leaders themselves. And it sounds like that's what your boys are doing. Yes. Yeah. And so my hope is that we do it, you know, here and really focus on it here in the, in the home, but then, you know, hearing about them or seeing them encourage their teammates on the soccer mm -hmm. field, or friends in the classroom of when they come home and they say, Hey mom, I planted a seed today. I, you know, I encouraged a friend who was sad. Right. And that's, that's what we want. That's what we want all of our kids to be is to be those kids that see somebody are empathetic, are sympathetic, and, you know, really reach out and plant these seeds because you never know what one planted seed will do to somebody else's day. As That's adults, right. for our kids, one planted seed can make an entire difference in somebody's day, even life, right? I mean, people going through time sometimes talk about there was a moment, there was a person who said something, who did something, and that's what planting seeds is about, is to plant those seeds and then let them grow. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. And you may never see the tree, but you planted that seed. Yep. Definitely. So we've talked a little bit about family culture, and I, I think there may be some working moms out there that are thinking, okay, this, this sounds great. It sounds wonderful. Uh, I like the idea that I don't have to do you know sticker charts for everyone. I like the idea that our people are working together, but family culture sounds like kind of a big topic. How do I fit that into my life as a busy working mom? And how do I get my kids, if I, like you mentioned, you have three young boys, how do I get them on board and excited and even wanting to sit down and talk about family culture? Okay. So my boys will never sit down and talk about anything. That's the thing. It's like if, when we, you know, when we sit down and talk about things, it is us chatting while they're playing or in the car or things like that, where we're having small discussions, where we're having small conversations. So don't try to 
bite off all of this in, in one bite, right? This is, this is little tiny bites consistently, right? So that too is that as a busy mom, you know, myself, so, you know, I have, I have a job, I call it a regular job. I have a different job that I do that I've, you know, had for years that I love, but then I have this, and then we have sports, and my husband also works, and we have the home. So to you busy moms, I, I see you, right? I am you, I've been you, and you can do this in small, small chunks, and one seat at a time, right? When that's what we talk about is one seat at a time, and sometimes that is um, saying yes to something that you might say not right now, for example, the other night, one of my one of my boys was home with me by himself. The other two had soccer, and he wanted to play Play-Doh, right? And I had a million things to do. I had to get the dishes done. I had to get dinner ready for everybody else coming home, and I was wrapping up my work day, and like so, all of these things. And in that moment, I wanted to say not right now, right? Because Play-Doh is not my favorite thing. <laughs> <laughs> Is there any yes. mom who loves Play-Doh? I don't know. I'm not, I don't know. I don't know. I can't find them. You know, so I knew it would be messy. I knew, you know, all of these things. But in that moment, I was like, I have an opportunity here to plant seeds of time. And I have my youngest one-on-one, which does not happen often, right? Mm-hmm. And so for about 15 minutes, um, we sat and played Play-Doh and we laughed. And, you know, he made he made food for me with the Play-Doh and like, we connected in that moment. And so, and that took 15 minutes, right? And then we cleaned it up and I got on with our stuff and everything got done at the end of the day, right? Mm-hmm. And so it's, it's that where we say, oh, I just wish I had more time. If I had more time, I could develop my family culture. If I had more time, I could connect with my kids. I could play with them. I could do all of these things if I only had more time. And I want to say we can never make more time we can make more of our time. Mm-hmm. And so that's what we try is, is to make more of our time, but to find those little pockets of time where you go, you know what? Yes, I can do this. Right? I have five minutes. I have it. Heck I have 30 seconds. I can sit down and have a one-on-one conversation with my kid. Who's trying to tell me a story while I'm trying to do the dishes. I can let the dishes sit for 30 seconds, look him in the eye and give him my time and attention and have a conversation. Mm-hmm. And I think that those things I think make the biggest impact. It's not, the big giant, you know, it's not vacations. It's not all of these big things. It's not the stuff. It's the, what we do in the little moments in between our tasks. And so again, to, to those of you that are really busy, which is, I think all of us, right? That's what I would say is to start really small. Don't try to sit your kids down and have this big discussion, you know, of it, but just, you know, maybe when they, when you see them do something kind, say that was really kind of you right? Call them out. We, we're so quick to say no and stop. And why did you do that? Uh, call them out on the good stuff, right? Like, that was really kind of you. I saw you encourage, you know, your sibling. Thank you for saying thank you. That means a lot, that gratitude, right? I mean, those are the things that when you just start looking for them and you call them out, you're going to start doing it. Even if you're not doing something that is official and, and all that, you can do this work little by little. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I love what you said, small actions done consistently. Yes. That's so helpful to remember because I think in all the changes that we want to make in our lives, sometimes we have a tendency to have this big grand plan that's going to start on Monday you know, and, and we're going right? to change yes. everything completely. And, and that lasts about three days and then we're 
mm-hmm. discouraged and kind of back where we were before. So I think that yep. small changes with consistency it makes all of the difference. Yes. So there's a question that we ask all of our guests, and I would love to hear your perspective on it. So what does it mean to you to be a mom that leads? Oh my, so much, so much. I think, you know, as moms, we are, we are leaders of our family and our kids model so much behavior. And, you know, we, we often, like I said before, we can place so much pressure on ourselves to be perfect, but I think in anything, a good leader shows up authentically for the people that they're leading and says, again, says, man, I messed up today. Like, I'm sorry, I'm going to do this to, to correct it. And that's something that, you know, again, we talk about with planting seeds, I'll oftentimes talk about the boys, like right now I'm working on, you know, not having my phone in the evenings um, and not being on my phone through dinner. And I've told them that. And I said, Hey, if you see me on my phone at dinner after dinner, you're allowed to call me out. Like you're allowed to do that because this is something I want to work on right now. And that to me is, is a leader is somebody that, that is positive and builds, builds people up. It's not always harping on the negatives, but also shows up and says, look, I'm working on stuff too. And I want, I want you to help me. And then that fosters that culture and that teamwork um, of everybody working together and helps me be a leader when I don't have the pressure to be perfect. Mm -hmm. And I think those are lessons that apply across the board, regardless of if you are leading a committee, you know, in the community for some event, or if you're leading at home or leading at work. So thank you for that. So where can people learn more about Planting Seeds 365? Um, so we have a website. It's plantingseeds365.com. And I am plantingseeds365 on Instagram and Facebook. And we also have a free Facebook group called Grow the Future, where I go live every week. And we do posts pretty much every day of really just encouragement and have a group of, you know, family members, adults, parents, and community members, teachers of of people just trying to plant seeds and encourage each other. That sounds wonderful. And I know it is wonderful because I'm a member of that group also, but definitely encourage everyone who's listening to get involved uh, because this is something that I truly believe has great potential to impact so many and and to plant seeds across our world. I I can only imagine what the future would hold if everyone was really focused on planting these nine types of seeds that you were talking about. So thank you for everything that you've shared today. It really has been an honor to have you on the podcast. And I will make sure that your website and social media links and everything are easy to access in the show notes so that people know where to find you. But Again, thank you for being on. Can't wait to see how the seed of Planting Seeds 365 continues to grow and would love to have you on again sometime in the future to hear about how it has grown. Absolutely. And thank you so much. And I do want to leave your listeners with a, um, a code for the oh, website or a 15% off code site-wide on either the course with the poster or one of our upcoming, by the time this airs, we'll be getting ready to launch um, another harvest And so moms that lead, um, that'll be a 15% off code site-wide for your listeners to just kind of jump in and get started. Oh, wonderful. Thank you. That's so generous of you. I strongly encourage everyone to check out your website and all the resources that you have available because I think you've got something really powerful here and I want to see it spread. 
Thank you so much. I appreciate it. What a great conversation. Here are some takeaways. Number one, focus on progress, not perfection. Plant one seed at a time. If you can do one thing a day to be more intentional, to make one more connection, or to spend one more minute engaging with your child, that is progress. Number two, define your own success as a family. You're not living the stories of other families. Find what's meaningful to your family and then start taking one little tiny step at a time. Number three, foster a family culture where you're after better, not perfection. Create a place where when you mess up, you're there for each other, to pick each other up, and to grow together. Number four, remember to look for the kindness and goodness around you, because what you look for will be what you see. And number five, we can never make more time, but we can make more of our time. I hope you will check out Planting Seeds 365. Again, check out the show notes. We will have all of Megan's links there so that you can follow her. And if you could do one thing for Moms That Lead and for me, it would be really helpful if you could go into iTunes and leave us a review. That helps more people to become part of the Moms That Lead community. Thank you again for your support. And I look forward to talking to you next week when we'll start our series on gratitude. Until next time, lead with love.